what is going on my beautiful people what is going on right now for you i have my 26 podcast episode i have the 26 episode coming to you in just a little bit I just want to say thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for the people that tune in every Thursday and check out my podcast. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. I really do appreciate you. Check out this 26 podcast episode. And we are speaking on, you just stay tuned and just listen. Price is motivation. Thank you, thank you. Here you go. Peace. What's going on, my beautiful people? What's going on? My throat is trying to get scratchy. Excuse me. If y'all hear a little, mm, got my water right here. I got my little tea right here as well. But tonight, well, this morning, wherever you are, whatever your time zone is, you know, because we're global. We're global. We're everywhere. Shout out to Prices Motivation. We coming real strong in 2020. Thank you for everybody that supports and listens to the podcast each and every Thursday. We won't stop. I promise you that. So we're going to speak on lessons on the job. Lessons on the job. And it's so crazy. It's so crazy because, you know, I have a lot of people... That, you know, we talk work talk and things about work and how it does this and does that. And, you know, a lot of us, some of us are trying to get out and some of us are not trying to get out. And some of us want to keep the benefits and some of us don't care about benefits. And some of us on jobs that we can have benefits and we don't even get the benefits. And some of us don't even use our benefits. I don't know about those people, but I definitely use mine. So... I was sitting at work and I said, you know something, because I have a lot of topics and I said, you know, this is this will be great because um, entrepreneurship and just the talk of it all has been lately. It's been just coming around, coming around, coming around. So I said, you know what, let's do something on what lessons have you learned from a job? If you've worked, if you've ever worked or whatever job you are at right now, what have you learned? What have you taken from that place of employment that you can use in your role to entrepreneurship or you can use at the next place of employment or just all together? Because I have a video on my YouTube. Make sure y'all go to my YouTube, Brittany Price, and I have one called Brittany P. Check both of those out. And I, I just had a video, and it, it was so many people like that week when I made that video. I'm going to be late. I'm going to do this. I'm doing this. I don't care about that. I'm going to do it how I want to do it. And it's like, no. You're not going to do it how you want to do it. You're clocking into somebody's clock. Somebody that had a dream, and they didn't stop, and they made it happen, and now you're working for them. Same for me. So I, you can't boss talk that boss talking and try to talk that talk. You're clocking in on somebody's clock, you know? So you definitely have to be aware of what you're doing and what you're saying when you are clocking in on somebody's clock. You have to make sure that you're just not looking at it like, I'm just here to get a check. No, you're not just here to get a check. You are getting groomed for the greater good of one day becoming a business owner for yourself, you know? You're, you're, you're learning lessons, dealing with people, dealing with situations. You're constantly learning. So that places you in a even bigger realm where it's like, I'm not just here to work for somebody else. I'm getting lessons and I'm 
Um, if I sit back and observe things, I will learn things to take with me for later on. So it's not just a job. It's never just a job. And I never looked at it that way. So tonight, that is what we're going to speak on. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to tell y'all, I've worked I've worked a good deal of places, okay? Because <laughs> when I was younger, it was more on, okay, who paying more this time? Okay, boom, they paying a dollar more, I'm gone. You know, nobody could keep me and hold me. If it, if it, I felt like it was more money, it was like a better opportunity with something else, I, I'm gone. At that time, I didn't have a kid. Benefits were nothing to me, and I was just up and out of there, you know. And now, you know, it's a little more slow down with the benefits looking like, you know, <laughs> with that pension and 401k looking like. So, you know, I've been blessed to um to come upon that. And I came in perfect time as well. Like, I was about to have my baby. And it's, I didn't have no benefits. I didn't have benefits. Like, uh, I had my baby in 16. So, three years prior to that, I didn't even have benefits. You know, and it's like, as soon as I got the job and I got benefits, I ended up having to have surgery. And then, boop, I was pregnant. So, you know, everything works out for the greater good. Now, what I'm going to do tonight, and I want you to do the same thing. Like, I, as I'm doing this, I, like I always tell y'all, like, follow along with me. Like, name jobs that you could think of. Like, when I work here, it taught me this, it taught me this. So, we're going to start out with my first job. My first job was Arby's. Shout out to Arby's. Um, and I started at Arby's and Forestdale. And Yarnell hired me. Shout out to Yarnell Ellis. You probably, if somebody listened to this, you probably know him. And Yarnell was strictly, like business like I, I, he eat sleep breathe arby's he was like arby's arby's he lived it he was the epitome of d- all about business all about all about the business that pays you and um his uniform his uniform he made sure he was neat and clean like he literally lived arby's and it was just it was funny but it was also like um it was amazing to see somebody had that much pride about faces when i first i'm like this fast food you know i'm not taking it serious it was my first job i'm like in my mind i'm like this fast food he's so he dead bold about it i mean the orders everything out in a timely fashion come on come on now and he set that standard for me Cause when he hired me, I never forget. I got my work permit and all that stuff like that, you know. And he was like, "I'm gonna take a chance on you," because he said I looked like I was mean. And he was like, "I'm gonna take a chance on you." And you know, he took a chance on me. And when I got in, I'm like, I don't want to be on front line because you gotta like put on a and, and put that fake voice on, and I ain't fake, you know. That's that little girl talk. I ain't fake, so I'm like, okay. He put me on back line eventually, and I killed back line. And it was like something back line just gave me something. And it was like, you know what? I'm out it. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't need to be out here because I don't know how to talk to people. All that went out the one. It was like backline gave me some type of life that I needed. And I performed and excelled so well on backline. Shout out to anybody I trained on backline at Arby's because I know I trained some beasts out there. Because I know I was a beast. So I, still, I still think I can run circles around anybody on backline. But when I did that, it just made me, it, just, it gave me something to be like, you know what? You need to learn everything in here. Don't slack off. Don't tell them you what you don't want to learn. Don't do none of that. Learn everything. I started from the prepping to the the just 
learning all my sandwiches, knowing all my sandwiches, like the back of my hand. I'll I be making sandwiches when I hear something on the thing, say, let me get a six-piece mozzarella. I'll drop the size, whatever it was. Like, I'll, I'll make the sandwich, bag the bag the order, put it right there, make the drink for whoever it drive through. Like, I had turned complete beast. Because it wasn't just about, okay, here you go, here you go. You know, it was like, no, you need to do this. And if you're going to do it, you're going to do it well. And that was always my motto. Like, whatever you're doing in life, do it well. I don't care if it's fast food. I don't care what it is. Make sure you at 100%. Make sure you at 100% because your name is attached to whatever you do. Your name is attached to the dream. Your name is attached to the job. Your name is attached to, I don't care if you, 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 you mixing drinks. Your name is attached to that. So you have to do everything at the highest level. And when I was in fast food, I took it like that. And it was a step. Like, and then y'all never started calling me the champ. Because I used to be in there just moving and shaking and shaking and moving. And it was like I took pride in it. I saw him take pride in it. it was like, okay, I got this. I mean, even cinnamon rolls, I put my icing on there the best. Like, I, I took pride in putting my icing on there because you got to go, you know, uh, across and the other way, whatever. And I took pride in everything I did. My baked potatoes, I used to always make sure they was, like, hidden. That's when I always had baked potatoes and we had cinnamon rolls and stuff like that. But I even took, a, in my yearbook, I have the um the cash register thing. Like, I had, you know, we had a little cash rate. I took that home just so I could learn everything. And it was like, and I put it in my yearbook. It was, I was just that dead serious about it. And I learned everything. I started off at $5.25 an hour. And I got up to five seventy five within, like, quick. Because I just learned everything. You got to learn everything in your book. And you got to get stuff signed out by the manager. So, with Arby's, I definitely would say, if I learned anything from Arby's, it was... You know, um, have pride about whatever it is that you do. I don't care if you clean the toilets. Make sure you have pride about it. I definitely learned um, to switch up. You know, it's never no such thing as, I don't want to be fake. You know, you have to switch it up. Whatever situation calls for whatever you, that's what situation gets that 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 um, side of you. And it's business. It's business first. There's no such thing as being fake. You know, you got to learn how to be cordial. You got to learn how to adapt and be in any situation with any type of people and, and learn how to adapt to that situation. So I learned uh, adaptability, um, the mindset, just having that mindset of hunger, fast food. It was like, you know, I learned um, a lot of leadership values because you have a lot of people blaming each other in fast food. A lot of people don't want to take the blame, you know. And with me, it was more like, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. So you start to learn, you learn, if you if you have that in you, you learn to become a better leader. Or if you don't have it in, to, in you, you will learn a lot of leadership qualities as well. And I just learned overall to master the job, you know, master the job, master the job. Whatever it is, learn everything. Never come in feeling like you don't need to learn. You need to learn every aspect of every position job situation whatever it is you need to learn everything because you never know when something's gonna come on you or when you got to step up and take somebody place or what you need to know you know in when the managers or the people come down the partners and everybody come to visit the supervisor area supervisor you need to know everything you know and that's just becoming a better person all around don't have nothing to do with just specifically the job that's just in life continue to excel and educate yourself so the next job I would say I learned a great lesson in was finish line. Shout out to Joy Johnson. She, I'm, I'm going to put some names on here. She 
hired me. I think her last night was Johnson, Joy Johnson. Whitney worked there too. Um, Joy and Brookwood Mall finish line. I worked there. Okay. I got hired on there, I think 2007. And I didn't know if I was going to get the job or not. Because when she says, like, I'm used to hustling. Like, I'm a hustler. Like, I'm, you know, I'm going to sell something. I can sell something. I can get something. So, but it was like all in like protocol, the way, you know, they want you to sit out. So I was like, I don't know. But I never second guessed myself. And I got in there and I got the job. And I would say with that job right there, I feel like shoes sell themselves. It's not much that you can really push on somebody to sell. But a lot of like running shoes and stuff like that, you do want to be like very well endowed on like the information on running shoes and this about the heels and the soles and certain things like that because some people they love to just hear that information even if it's inaccurate they want to hear that and i would say shoes mostly did sell themselves but in 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 being at finish line what i feel like the most valuable lesson i learned was it was the approach it was the approach and you could come to certain people certain ways and that didn't work with everybody that it you know if i came to a man this way i could probably put a little sum on it you know blank a little lash do something like that i wouldn't even wear lashes then but do a little something and you know it might move but then you come to like an older woman or just or even a younger guy it wouldn't move like this so you just had to figure out and customize your approach to each person nobody is the same so you know I can come to somebody like with that hustler approach. And then the next time, I couldn't do that. So you have to know the crowd and know who you're dealing with. Pay close attention. Very, be very observant in the environment like that in the shoe business. And as well, I will say, the second biggest lesson I learned working at Finish Line was the little things matter. And I say, by saying that, I mean... I sold insoles, shoe polish, and shoe strings. Okay. <laughs> and I was doing that well as far as selling that little stuff that nobody else would be like. They focus on shoes, which you know you get like you would get like an extra dollar, I think, or some on your check for the insoles you sell. Was it two dollars? I'm not sure. But I was selling shoe polish, shoe strings, and insoles. Like it went over, and that's was like, okay. When I saw that little niche, I'm like, okay, I'm finna hustle this right here. This was this was gonna be my thing, and it became my thing, you know. So you definitely have to find your niche and whatever it is you're doing. But with shoes and all that, I feel like that was the approach. It was big on like that approach, how you came to them, the information that you knew well, or what you could speak about at a great level, and you were educated on. That helped, but then some people they just wanted a quick, you know, yeah, go and get these and you know put your code in. So that's a job that I work. Finish line shoe store. And I'm gonna tell y'all the crazy story behind it. I'm gonna tell y'all the crazy story behind it, real, real quick. With finish line, me getting that job there, I only got the job at finish line because I still was into wearing shoes. I wanted to keep buying shoes. I saw that by me being in college, like, the money, me working and all that, people wouldn't work around my school schedule like the way, you know, I would usually be able to buy shoes. So I'm like, wow, how I'm going to keep getting shoes, you know, and nobody's not working with my school schedule. When money start getting low, I want to move out. So what am I going to do? Boom, get a job at a shoe store. <laughs> and that's how serious it was at that time. But when, you know. 
when you learn to accept yourself, all that dies down. So, the next job I think that taught me a valuable life lesson, just overall, I worked at Brookwood Hospital. And I was an escorter, an escort, escort. And with seeing, with being an escort, you saw so many in and out. It's like I was used to talk to some older women that were sitting in their room pretty much like, you know, they were almost out of here. And I would take them to the x-ray or take them wherever it was they were going, testing or whatever have you. And I would have great conversations with them. And one lady, she reminded me of my great-grandma. And it was like she was sitting in the bed one day and I had to take her to her x-ray. And I never forget when I took her down there. And it was like about five minutes after I left. It was like a cold blue. And um, this lady died, you know. And so, being in that environment alone, it just taught me to enjoy life, live life. It, it Death comes, you know, but life goes on. And so, you just seeing or you hearing it, cold blue. I saw another lady get carried out in the stretcher, and, you know, they had a, like this little, they had a velvet, like, cloth over them when they, like, taking them out. And I was like, you know, wow, like, I'm in here. I pushed this lady to her, 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 her testing and then she gone and it just really taught me to like enjoy life live life do not slack on whatever it is you want to do go full throttle never second guess the idea never second guess the plan just do it do it no matter what it is because life goes like that you know death comes but life goes on and so i definitely learned that at brookwood and also i learned you know is always somebody worse off than you because, you know, you'll go in those rooms and people be laying in those beds paralyzed and just bedridden and so many other things. I done had to put suits on in order to pull people out of beds and deal with them. And, you know, it's just like you come in some people's room, you could tell they've been sitting and smelling and stuff like So it's like, wow, it's always somebody worse off than you enjoy life, appreciate life, be grateful for who you are and where you are in life. That you can walk in the room and help somebody on the stretcher because... Working in a hospital, it opens your eyes. It really does. So I was at that time, it was like, enjoy life. And for the little money that I was making, it was like, enjoy life. No matter what you're doing, no matter what you have. That's my job at Brookwood Hospital. And I met some cool people there. I can't think of that girl's name, but she was cool. And so at another job. I'm just skipping around on little jobs. If you're just tuning in, the topic for today is lessons on the job. And I'm just speaking on different lessons I learned from different jobs that I work in, like to take with me in order to put into my business and when I'm becoming a better person in life and those lessons that will help me out to get on a higher level in life. So the next job, UPS. Baby. Baby. I need to take me. Baby. I worked at UPS um, in 2013. I think I started there February or March. Shout out to Sam. Sam hired me. And Sam, I don't know. I know your name was Sam Cook. I know your last name was Cook, but it was Sam. And he was a supervisor out there. You could tell he'd been working a long, long, long time out there dealing with them planes and stuff like that. So... I was at UPS. If you know, like, if you're from Birmingham, Alabama, and you know you get off on Telepusa behind Kings and Wings, I was over there. And we was loading loading and unloading. 
Well, no, we was unloading the plane. And then we used to get in the cans and stuff like that. So in the morning, I would unload the mail. I've been on the belly of the plane. I've been up in the cockpit. I've sat in, like, um, with pilots and, and, um, mechanic plane mechanics and stuff like that for like the whole day for them going in and out and in and out so i will say this um when i worked at ups i worked with nothing but men okay i was the only woman there and then they hired somebody she was at the gate so she still went inside with me but the inside at that job was you know i did learn this like men they need just as much as attention as women and um, they have a lot of the same traits, and they do a lot of the same things. That was my first job ever working around all men, okay, for almost a year, all men. And it was crazy to see the pettiness and the the, tantrum, the, the, the tantrums and just the stuff, just the way they act, you know. I always keep it to myself, but I always just observed um also, it taught me, the UPS job taught me, like, valuable, to be valuable. You know, I was in the cans, you know, unloading the cans. I was on the conveyor belt, scanning the um, boxes. I had to put a sticker on if it was 70 pounds over. You had to be quick because that stuff will go down the conveyor. And you also got a scanner on. So, if something is don't belong, you got to take it off or put it in a, a different um, zip code. So, it was basically, you had to definitely multitask on the conveyor belt. Also, like I said, being in the belly of the plane or, like, getting those um, mail in the morning. So, you getting the worldwide mail, mail that's going to everybody that comes to the post office. You getting that off the plane in the morning. And then you learn how to bring the planes in. So, I learned versatility. I've learned, I learned definitely you are valuable. The more you learn, the more valuable you are in the workplace. And it can be a gift and a curse. Some people try to work you under the rug. But definitely the more valuable you are, you can demand more and you are worth more. So that means more money. Um, so I did learn about valuable, being valuable, versatile. Um, conversation. That job afforded me to make sure that my conversation was up to par because you were talking to like pilots. A lot of people coming in and out. And that was something that carried me a long way because I was talking to a lot of um, airplane mechanics. I used to sit with them and you will like sit with them and you have to like the pass basically to go in and out and so i did that a lot i had great conversation with a lot of them they showed me what they make they make a whole heap of money as well but that right there the conversation went far in that job um also patience and patience 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 as you when you outside it's cold when it was hot outside we was burning up and just to have that patience to sit around and watch what goes on in and out with the process of them, the airplanes. It's a serious business, you know. So you definitely need patience in it. You definitely had to have patience working there. And I definitely did have patience working there. So those are some things I learned at UPS. And last but not least, I'm not going to put my current job out there. But I will say, when I was working... At UPS, um, before I started working at UPS, I was working at this, I was cleaning restrooms. And that was at Fortindale J.C. Penny. I'm not sure what the company was called, but I think the boss's name was Mr. Price as well. Both our last name was Price. Not no, no relations, but I think our last name was Price. 
And that job right there, I used to literally watch women, like, comb their hair, throw hair on the floor, like, put tissue paper all in the sink, take the the toilet liners and stuff them in the toilet, like, just go in the bathroom and just, just let loose. Like, it was disgusting. And I, I almost used to feel like it was done purposely. I used to watch it. I used to watch sometimes. I used to literally sit. It was an out-of-order restroom at the end. I used to sit in there sometimes and watch what went on. And it was like, wow. You know, it was really like, wow. You know somebody cleaning up after you. You're going to do this because you know somebody cleaning up after you. So I always say, even when I used to mop floors, and I just somebody would just literally walk. Just walk right on the floor. And I used to be thinking to myself, even just the common decency. So to this day... I have so much respect for anybody that cleans anything. I have so much respect. And I, I look at people certain ways when somebody mopping or somebody sweeping and you walk through the trash or you walk on the floor when you know it's just certain ways things should be done. And you got to have that, you got to at least have that common decency. But from that job, you know, I did learn, you know, life has no mercy on you. And I, I do say, you can work the lowest jobs. I cleaned restrooms when I was in fast food. You can Those jobs build your character. Because you don't have a lot of options when you at those jobs like that. You don't feel like it's a way out when you at jobs like that. You Your mindset is not built to know that it's so much more out there. In that moment, that's where you are. And, you know, so at that time, that's what you feel like you can do. The best you can do right now. And you work it to the best of your ability until you can't anymore. So I respect anybody that cleans anything and with that job one thing i just i really took heed of it was just like you got to understand that if you don't want to be here you got to go get more you really couldn't really complain you know so to speak you you I, it, it wasn't much that i could say because it's the type of job you're working so that's what comes with it but then at the same time it's like if you don't want to be here, go get more. And it's it's more like motivation. It was it was so much motivational. I had so many motivational moments in that job, and I ended up getting out of there. You know, so definitely feel like people look at your job, the title or whatever you had the caliber, and they treat you as such, and they treat the environment as such. So, you know, that's why you always got to strive for better. You always got to strive for better. So that's that was when I was cleaning up restrooms. And I always tell people, I got so many stories on that job, but I definitely will say, okay, that's the last job that I'm going to give y'all, but if you're just tuning in, we're speaking on jobs, on lessons on the job, and I went over a couple jobs, and I definitely want to, I want you to do the same thing. I want you to go through your jobs that you work and see what lessons you learn, because a lot of people feel like, no, I don't have to come to work early. No, I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. It's not that you have to do it. You got to drop the pride. You got to drop the ego. It's the fact that you want to do these things in order to become a better person. Scratch out the job. Scratch out the name of the people that you're working for and look at yourself. In order for you to become a great boss, you have to be a great worker. Leaders, they, they take blame. Leaders, they take charge of the situation that they have at hand, regardless of the circumstances around them. 
Okay, and we got to understand that in this self development journey, what we doing with priceless motivation because I know you on the on the move with us and you follow the movement and you support the movement. We have to become better people by any means necessary. And it's so easy to post about it. It's so easy to talk about it. It's so easy to walk in somebody's job and give them attitude and say what you're not going to do. But you're doing this at the moment because this is what you need to be doing. Okay? So we're not going to frown upon nobody's rules. We're going to understand protocol. We're going to understand it is a such thing as procedure when we own people's jobs because we have to do the best we can at people's jobs so we can be the best that we need to be when we are employing people at our jobs and we become the employer you know so never go in nobody's job with that attitude that pride that ego feeling like you you don't have to do this we are here to gain all the information all of the knowledge gain everything that we can so we can become better people in our field in our job in our expertise we need this knowledge we need these whatever it is in and out observe what's going on observe how they handle customers observe how they handle complaints observe how they they solve the problems and everything else around them observe how they handle the money the cash flow Observe how they handle everything from, I've been at jobs where we've got robbed, you know. Observe how they handle that. You need to know all of this because we are becoming business people. We are out here owning things. We are out here just just making sure that we bossing up in 2020. And we need all of the experience that we can get. So drop the pride, drop the ego, work the job that you need to work until you become your own boss. Do what you need to do to gain that experience and to become the person that's employing. Okay? Until you become the employer. Price is motivation. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for listening to Lessons on the Job. Next episode will be here next week. 27 episode. Price is motivation. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. Peace.